Hey there, and welcome to the Agency Rockstars podcast. I'm Dana Lindahl, and I'm the founder of LegendaryLeadGen.com, where we help B2B companies become authorities in their industry, set more sales appointments, and convert those appointments into more sales. We also help other agencies sell our patented process on to their own clients. And we truly believe in the value of building and creating relationships, and in that being the main driver of new sales for agencies. So... Stick around to the end of the show. We're going to be revealing how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing agency podcasts on the planet. All right, let's get straight into it. All right, rock stars, welcome back to the show. My name is Dan. I am your host today for this episode. For this show, I'm on stage today with another agency rock star. Joining me today is the president and co founder of Blue Compass. His name is Drew Harden, and he is a rock star. Drew, Welcome to the show, my friend. Hey, thank you so much, Dan. It's good to be here. I can't wait to hear more about your story, where you've come from. As we were just now listeners, there's always like that pre-show interview that you just kind of talk. And I got to know Drew a little bit and just felt like he's like, I call him my friend because I feel like a friend now. We've shared some stories, but I want to hear Drew. I want to hear your story. How did you get into running an agency? What's your background, man? So I started out as a graphic designer. I was always really interested in art. And so when I was in college, I was going for a graphic design degree, and that changed a little along the way. But basically, I got an internship at a video production company when I was 19, and I always loved animation. I mean, I, w- I was pretty good at it back in the day. So I started doing that, and they ended up hiring me after I graduated. And so I worked there then after that for another three years or so and um, had great experiences. You know, I loved uh the agency model that we were in, serving clients, creating great work. And so I got real familiar with that and I enjoyed it a lot. Um, But along the way, I started to experiment more and more uh, on the web. And I just really loved digital. So this was, you know, early to mid 2000s. And this company did a little bit of web, but just not a lot. They called it new media back then, not a lot of web. And so I really started getting more of a passion. And I saw in our area here, we're based in Des Moines, Iowa, and I saw in our area here, uh, just kind of a void when it came to the digital space. And it didn't seem to be a lot of agencies fulfilling that. And so, you know, my wife encouraged me and I decided, you know what, I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to try to give clients a clear direction when it comes to their digital marketing, their website, their online space. Uh, But I realized I couldn't do it on my own because, I mean, I was really young. I was 25 when I came up with this idea and I needed someone uh, who had some good skills that I didn't because I really, the only thing I knew back then was some animation and graphic design. So a guy that I worked with uh, had a good relationship with him and I ended up asking him, hey, would you like to start our own place where we just serve clients all day, every day in digital, like we love to do. And he said, no, no, my wife is pregnant with our first kid. I can't quit this job. This is a good job. And I thought, you know, that's a good, sensible answer, but I'm pretty persistent, Dan. So I just kept asking him. (laughs) And eventually I think he was having a bad day and he said, you know what, let's try it. So this was 2007. We ended up quitting our jobs and we didn't really have a business plan. We didn't have any funding. I mean, we were young and unprepared and we, did, we didn't have any clients, but we just started working out of our own homes and little by little, Dan, you know, we were able to 
uh, attract some attention, get a small website here or there. And so that was 13, 14 years ago. And we were really blessed along the way. And we were able to, you know, add some clients and hire some people and hire some more people and move into an office and move into another office. And so now we have 30 people and we are in our fourth office. And it's it's really great. We're able to serve clients every day, uh, digital marketing, search engine optimization, web design. And it's been a huge blessing along the way to hire people that are better than I am at most yeah. everything and step out of their way. I love that. And, and I, I want to ask you a little bit about that, that scaling and stuff here in a minute, but I, I, what you said, young and unprepared uh, hit me. Would you, would you have it any other way though? Really? I mean, come on, like that had to be exciting times, right? Well, it was very exciting. And lots of people ask me, you know, weren't you scared? Were you scared? And I honestly never felt any fear. And it's not because I was smart and wise and knew what I was doing. It was probably because of the opposite, <laughs> but I was just so passionate, Dan. I wanted to do this so bad that my passion far outweighed my fear. And it really taught me, you know, when you're passionate about something, it, you can do just about anything because fear holds us back. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It does. Um, and I love that you found someone that bridged the gap between your skill set and knowledge and where you needed to be. Um, and you know, he's, he's your partner, your co-founder is like, that's awesome. Um, tell me a little bit, I, I want to explore a little bit about who, who you work with, uh, through this lens though. So when, when we got ready to connect, I lived, you know, Des Moines, Iowa, my, and I'm a Michigander, so I'm not like a big city guy by any means. Don't get me wrong here. <laughs> yeah. My thought though was, oh, Iowa, digital marketing. Interesting. Do you really have clients there that you can help? And obviously you do. So, so my, my thought is, um, frame it, framing it this way. You've got clients there that you help with digital marketing. Are they all local businesses that you help with that? Or do you operate across the country from your place in Iowa? Or is it a mixture of both? So tell me a little bit about that and who you help. It's a mixture of both. We have clients all over the country. Most of them are here in Iowa, uh, but all over the country, which has been great. I mean, we have clients in New York, we have clients in California, but we have clients here in Iowa as well. And so we're able to serve all of them. And so, yeah, I think a lot of times, you know, from a people come from the coast or a big city and they're like, where is Des Moines, Iowa? I don't even know where that is, (laughs) Right. Um, but it's right in the center of the country. And Iowa has some amazing talent and there's a great tech scene here and Des Moines is a up and coming city and it's Mm. on all these lists now about the best place to move. And so it's, it's really an exciting place. Everyone here is so nice. Uh, The people here are wonderful. And that Midwestern work ethic is really, really incredible. And that's one of the reasons I think we've had some success. Yeah. That's incredible. So then, so you've got, you've got folks, you got local businesses that you help big business in Iowa that you help businesses across the country. Who is the best fit for blue compass? Who do you love to work with? That's a great question. We don't specify in one industry. Um, if I had to say, we probably are mostly in healthcare and financial. Okay. Uh, however, we, we really enjoy having a vast array of clients. I mean, we've worked with fortune 500 companies and there's, a company across the street, I can see out the window now that has seven people that we work with too. So it's pretty vast, but generally, Dan, it's small to medium sized companies that want to grow and that are interested in having a long-term positive partnership with a group of experts that can be an extension of their team. 
Uh, we mm-hmm. love working with clients that trust us, that want to try new things online, that are open to experimentation and you know new marketing tactics and things like that. Um, those are great clients for us. Gotcha. And so, Drew, when you when you describe that, that sounds really good. And I love that you use it as a long-term partner and extension of their own team. So let's talk about how that looks in everyday life. Tell me about a win, a favorite story that highlights how you've really helped those clients that you serve. So one story that comes to mind, I recently told this, so it's on the top of my mind, but we were working with a, this was years ago, probably six or seven years ago, but we were working with an organization that helps in the area of child healthcare. And they had never done any content marketing, so never done any blogs or videos or anything like that. Their website talked about themselves, and they didn't share their expertise. And so we were helping them with design a new website and put that together. And you know, we we pushed them. We said, really, you know, you need to give away that expertise, um, give value to your audience instead of just talking about your services. And so we helped them come up with a content calendar. We got them on board, and so one of the things we decided to do was have a bit of a campaign called the year of gross. And we were going to focus on gross health topics that people don't generally like to talk about with one another, but we figured people probably search for these things. Mm -hmm. And of course we had done keyword research. And one of the first articles we proposed was about types of baby poop and what they mean. And man, that was a very, very hard sell. Because this is a very professional organization and to talk about that topic was uncomfortable. And that's very reasonable. I mean, they're right to be wary of that. That's a weird thing to talk about. Uh, But we pushed them on it and, you know, we eventually uh, got them to do it. So we helped them write the article. We came up with a nice infographic with really cute graphics, (laughs) different colored diapers. And, you know, we, we posted it. And we boosted it via social media. So it got a few hundred views and then the views went down. And then over the next two, three months, the views went up and up and up. It really caught on and Google, we'd done some good SEO on it, but this is the type of thing that parents will be searching late at night because they don't know who else to turn to. And in about three months, this page was getting about a thousand visits or more per month. And that was six or seven years ago. And it's, continuing to do just about as well every single day. So not every person that reads that article becomes a client. Not every single person that reads that article goes to other pages on the site, but some of them do. And so I think that was a fun example of where we pushed a client out of their comfort zone and got them to invest in this one thing that gave them rewards for years to come. And that was really fun. So I love it when we can do that sort of thing with clients. Absolutely. Now, Drew, are you, are you a dad? I am. I have two boys. Yes. Okay. So I'm, I'm a dad. I have, I have two daughters. Uh, they're in their teenage years now, so there's no dirty diapers here anymore. But um, <laughs> when you, when you said that was a hard sell, I'm thinking, no, it's not. That's amazing. That is such genius <laughs> in its simplicity. Like the year of gross. Let's talk about baby poop. Let's talk about all these other things. Cause I mean, right. you're right. People do that. I love that your team had the creativity and then also the tenacity and then the execution like all of those three things come, to come together to me to tell the story of, of a rock star team at work there, Drew. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. 
Um, so now let's talk about some of the pain points that your, your clients see that you're solving for what, you know, that tells me a few things, that story. Um, but what other pain points are you seeing in, in your clients, uh, everyday lives today? Sure. Probably one of the things we've heard the most lately is just, why am I not showing up on Google? Mm. You know, sometimes our clients don't use fancy words like SEO, search engine optimization, things like this. And there can be a lot of frustration when someone Googles one of their service lines and then their competitor, who they know isn't quite as good as they are, shows up above them and they can't find their page anywhere. And so those frustrations are things we help clients with uh, understanding you know, the path to getting better results and just understanding how to put more value on their website. Uh, SEO isn't a bunch of tricks. It's just a process of creating a really good site that adds value uh, both to search bots and to humans. So that's one of the things we've heard a lot lately. And Google has changed so much and its algorithm is always crazy. (laughs) And uh, there's just a lot of confusion around that. Um, So that's probably one of the things I've heard about most lately. How has life changed in the last 12 months. <laughs> That's a loaded question. Um, how has life changed in the last 12 months for those pain points? Are are your clients making that digital transformation? Are they using video? Like what's in, in, in the last year, what's changed for them? I would say that there's certainly been changes in the last year for our clients. <laughs> and I think with a lot of our clients and and prospects and you know people who aren't, aren't our clients, um, the message has really hit home that their online presence matters more now than ever before. Mm. And it's not really an option to not take your website seriously. It's not a great option to do nothing on social media. It's not a great option to just have a brochure website with a few pages and hope for the best and not update it. Uh, So I think that's probably one thing we've seen a lot of different organizations really connect with now. Um, Communication is more important than ever. Letting your clients know that you're stable, messaging them, uh, communicating with them, whether it's email or video or social media. um, I think that's a big change that we've seen recently. Yeah. Do you have a lot of uh, folks coming to you with the next shiny object and all of the things I, I want to be on chat. I want to be a messenger. I want to have this. I want to be there. I want to do this. I want to like, do you have them asking you that? And then what do you, what do you do for those who do? Sure. That does happen sometimes. Sometimes a client will come and they'll just say, I don't know what to do. Tell me what to do. And that's, okay. that's perfectly fine. Our mission is to give clients a clear digital direction. And sometimes clients will come to us and say, man, I really want to do X, Y, and Z. I I really want to be on TikTok, whatever that might be, because it's the latest shiny thing. And so we do our best to to know that the the customer is always right, but we would be doing them a disservice if we simply went along with whatever they said without discussing it, without challenging it, without working through it together. And I think that clients really want to have us guide the decision for them, you know, as agency owners and employees. I think that they really come to us for that guidance. And so it'd be very rare that someone would come to us and just tell us what to do and we would do it. No questions asked. Uh, We're big question askers. We want to know ultimately what's a conversion for you. I mean, what do you want someone to do when they go to your online space? And that drives everything. 
And so if the tactic that they're interested in is going to help them get there, that's great. Let's test it out and see. Hmm. That's the great thing about digital. You can watch analytics and see how things go along the way. Yeah. But sometimes that might not be the best uh, route as well. And maybe we've tried that before for another client. It didn't work. So uh, we like to challenge our clients uh, in a wonderfully positive and friendly way. Yeah. Yeah. That challenge, you know, I'm always surprised at the people who want to be surrounded by yes soldiers instead of by people who are smart. You said it earlier, Drew, you hired smart people who can do the things better than what you can do. Yeah. And I feel like clients want that out of an agency. Most clients, not all probably, but sure. anyway, anyway, uh, rabbit trail there. So, uh, how, what, what is, let's get back to the, you talked earlier about scaling to a team of 30, um, over the years, you started when you were 25 years old and now you've got a team of 30, like that's some great growth. What's the secret to scaling and growing an agency today? The secret to growing an agency is to ensure that you first have a great culture that you know your values and your mission, and then hiring people who fit within those values and mission. So I always say to my team members when we interview people, you can teach skills, but you can't teach personality. So everyone that you bring on your team has to be a great fit. They have to believe what you believe in regards to your mission and your values. And you know, if someone isn't quite there skill-wise, that's probably fine. You can probably teach them, but you cannot hire someone who is out for themselves, who wants to make a name for themselves, who isn't a team player. Um, we have to at, to, at Blue Compass, we have to have team members that are positive, that support our team members, that reject drama and gossip, that want to grow at their expertise and that give clients their best. That has to be the person that we hire. So as you grow, you have to be very purposeful, intentional about knowing what you believe and then hiring people who fit into that really well. Right on. Great advice. Wonderful advice. Um, I've got one more question to maybe stump you with. We'll see. Um, (laughs) No, I've got one more question to ask, but I want to make sure that everybody who's enjoying the episode can have their encore with you. Um, How can our audience learn more about you and Blue Compass? Absolutely. So if you go to bluecompass.com, you can see what we're all about and the work that we do. And uh, you can find me there as well, or you can go to drewharden.com. All my information is there. That's H-A-R-D-E-N, drewharden.com. And I'm on all the social medias. You can find links to those on that page. Perfect. Um, all right, Drew. So here we go. You've given some great advice already. You brought a ton of value. Let's see if we can uh, do something a little counterintuitive. Uh, if there's any... Any advice that's counterintuitive, this feels like it shouldn't work, but once you implement it, has absolutely blown you away or changed a business. What does that advice look like? Other people are like, no, don't do that. You're like, no, this is what you got to do. I think something that comes to mind, Dan, is put your employees before your clients. And I think publicly for a company to say that, that sounds really negative, but I think it's so important. And that's one thing we've really found value in here at Blue Compass. Team members first, they are our number one focus. And I believe that it's really hard for customers to love a company before the team members do. And I believe if you can create a culture where people are generally happy, they're supporting one another, they're not looking over their back because someone's going to steal their credit. If you can create that nurturing, wonderful, fun environment, the great culture, then it's really going to seep through to the clients. So 
put your team members first. Your mm-hmm. clients are infinitely important as well, but put your team members first because that's probably the best way to serve your clients. Great advice. Feels counterintuitive, but I think it makes sense. Like I love, I love that. Excellent. Drew Harden, president and co-founder of Blue Compass. Drew, thank you so much for being a part of Agency Rockstars, my friend. It's been great, Dan. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Thanks for listening to the Agency Rockstars podcast. If you're an agency owner who would like to appear in this podcast, please visit legendaryleadgen.com slash podcast slash apply. Also, if you found this episode valuable, I would really appreciate you sharing it on social media. Even just a quick screenshot of the episode showing on your phone shared to social media would be great. If you truly enjoyed the episode, we'd also really love a rating in your favorite podcast player. Please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button so you won't miss any of our upcoming episodes. Thanks again for listening. I'm Dana Lindahl, and if you want to connect, you can find me on LinkedIn. You can also find more information about everything we're currently doing at legendaryleadgen.com. Thanks for listening, and hope to hear from you soon. Thank you.